My name is Logan Draper. This <clears throat> is Modern Mad Men. Is this for real? No, not now. No, that's been a great way to start. You're, you try to be too polished. My name is Logan Draper, and is this, this for real? Yeah, this is it. Okay, this is Modern Mad Men. I'm nervous. Episode number twenty-one. Is that right? We've taken a hiatus again. Been on the road for about three months. Yeah. Guest podcasting for people. So. Those will come out at some point. Yeah. Uh, That's up to the people who recorded them. I mean, we can't control if they aren't on the ball uploading their podcast, but. Yeah, it's been a it's been a long three months on the road, but hopefully you'll hear some good stuff from us on other people's podcasts coming out soon if they ever get the podcast up. Have you has yours gone live on the Get Creative podcast? Yes. Hey, y'all can check that out. That is that is the only one. There's not we haven't been on the road for three months. We just yeah. We both have a podcast live now on Get Creative with Evan Schmidt, so check that out. Yeah. What episode number are you? On Evans? Yeah. Oh uh, man, I don't know. Don't he act has, like you don't know. He has a no. I really don't. don't he has, like he has a lot of episodes, so I have no idea. He sixty does. something, fifty something. He's consistent. That's what we are. He is consistent. We were. So, see, this is what happened. I feel like we've. This is like our third comeback, and our most recent comeback, which lasted like maybe a month. I think we came. We came back with like the intention to do like three to five podcasts a week. Yeah. And we just like we're headstrong about it for like yeah. two to three weeks, and we're kind of killing it. And then just kind of realized that we didn't have time to do three or five. And then no, we didn't have that time at all. Felt disappointed, and yeah, just yeah. kind of shut down from there. But now we're trying to do this. I feel like in a more healthy manner, and not try to overwork ourselves. And hopefully, just everything will be more natural. Yeah, it's a lot. Work's been crazy. Yeah, had a lot of stuff to do. So. But it feels good to be back. It does. We rearranged our office. So if you're listening to this, we will not have a video podcast for a little while, which is okay. Yeah. We're just it's just not because we're regressing. No. Just we're to looking to go live audio. I yeah. think it's going to be the next route for us. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. You been doing good? I'm pretty good. I'm just asking not, for the people. I not ask, not much has changed since, I guess, last time that people heard my voice. I don't think really much has changed in my life. I don't so. think I ever said it on the podcast, but I'm having a daughter. Oh, you haven't. I don't think I've ever said that. You're having a daughter. Which is my excuse for why we haven't done a lot of podcasts. Yeah. So you, you have a legit excuse because you're about to bring a human being into this world. Maybe we should figure out how to do a podcast the day that she's born. Mm. Like That'd, like 30 minutes after. I'm sure your wife would love that. She's going to be tired. Hey, hold on. Hold on. I got to go record something real quick. Yeah. What if I podcast from the room? A live one? Yeah. No, like audio. Well, live audio. Just like, just raw birthing. That was <laughs> That's bad. rough. That was, that was that rough. Was, that was bad wording. I was hoping that you were going to try to make a noise, a live birthing noise. No. That would have Yeah, that would have... Man, what a comeback for us, talking about raw birthing. Yeah, we're already there. We've already made it to where yeah. I was hoping we'd make it. Man. So let's get into this quick. Let's do it. We got a lot of things to talk about today. Michael Jordan over MJ. Michael Jordan over LeBron. (laughs) See, you get confused when they're the greatest. That's that's like an argument that people make. They just they don't even know what they're arguing for. They're and little do they know they're arguing MJ versus MJ. 
Yeah, I guess you should argue the and goat versus still, the goat. He's still not even the best. Stop. He's number two. I'll give him number two. Okay, that's offensive. What? He'll eventually be the goat. Maybe number three behind Scotty. Okay. Okay. Scotty's not number one, by the way. In that list. No, I mean I figured he wasn't. He's probably not in the top ten ever. All right, Jared. So today is the seventeenth, eighteenth, May eighteenth. Is it Friday? Friday? So this week, big news broke about. Wait, is today the day that G D? What is that? G D. GD, oh man, I don't know. I feel like there's so many different policies going out, going around right now. I've read about it like 16 times, but I think it's like the GDPF, something yeah, like that. I think that goes out this week. G, GT, GDFP? GDPR? GDPR. We weren't even close. I knew, I knew there was a P in there. That's a European thing, and that's on the 25th of May. We were close. Yeah. But this week, Facebook released some craziness. Yeah, they did. Which is going to be interesting, which is a lot of what marketers do and business owners. Mm-hmm. So give us like a quick-ish, and I'm going to interrupt you as you go, quickish rundown of what's changing on Facebook. So Facebook, it mainly has to do with anybody who advertises on Facebook. So if you're just like a, if you're just running a, a page or like a personal page, business page or anything, you don't advertise, it's not going to really affect you that much. But if you advertise, then... This is actually a pretty, a pretty huge change that you need to start thinking about now. It's not, it's not going to immediately go into effect, but starting, I think, um, in June, it will start going into effect, and then it'll be fully in effect by October. But what Facebook is doing, and this is like in response to the whole Cambridge analytic, Analytica thing, and oh, so they, so you said June to October. <clears throat> Are they going to like slowly roll it out? So June. Um, so let, 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 I guess I should say what's happening. So they are removing a lot of their targeting options, like some of their like more in-depth like people you would want to target with your Facebook ads because they would be um, people probably that are most likely to be interested in your in your business. Um, so any any uh, um, options that include Facebook getting data from third-party sources. Okay. They're all being removed. So for this is going to be big for like a few industries. So like the, the automotive, if you're a car dealership, this is going to affect you quite a bit um, because basically all you used to be able to target people that were in the market to buy a certain type of vehicle. You won't be able to do that anymore. You can target people who are like interested in like certain makes or models or vehicles but you can't target people who are like in the market like within 180 days of purchasing a vehicle so any any like offline behaviors or anything like that so people that are likely to buy a certain type of clothing can't target those people anymore any like thing to do with home ownership purchase behaviors that facebook cannot pull directly from what people are posting or giving them on Facebook or online anywhere, you won't be able to target them. So, and was, so was the Senate right? Going after Mark? There, yeah, it's, it's what it seems like. Can we at and least just talk about how bad that was? That was it's was, it was pretty funny. That was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a serious issue, but that whole thing was pretty funny. Like watching his response to the Senate, just some of the, the questions that were asked. It was, it was pretty comical. That was but, some. That was some of the 
if you were in that room and you asked the questions, I'm sorry, but that was the dumbest things I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, the, like how are you planning on making money? Yeah. Senator, we run ads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, advertising. Yeah. But he had an answer for everything, though. Yeah, he did. I, think, I thought he did a pretty good job. I don't know if he was 100%, 100% truthful with everything, but he had an so, answer for everything. So do you feel like this data change is good for um, consumers, businesses? Like, um, think? I think it – so I, I wrote a blog about this. So you can find it somewhere if you just go to dwg.tips. Um, there's probably more information in there than um, I will – um, be able to tell you here. Yeah. It's um, a good blog. It's a really my, easy read. My mind doesn't really work well speaking wise, like live speaking during a podcast. It works better when I have time to process. So my, my writing might be able, might be more understandable to you. By the way, um, I, by the way, I just Googled um, Jared Van just to see. To come with uh, an Afro picture? No, yes. But uh, Facebook, what's your number one search? Number two is DesignWorks group blog, author Jared Van. And number four was max preps, your baseball stats. Oh, yeah. Which I don't think I even have any stats in there because I don't think we actually kept stats. But you're there. That's all that matters. I'm there. Sorry. But but in that blog, I mentioned how a, a lot of times, whether you're like the marketing director for your business or you're like an agency running dig, digital marketing for another business, I feel like a lot of times that there's a change with – digital marketing, which happens often, um, that people freak out and they think they are going to be so far behind and they have to learn something new. Hmm. Um, and I just kind of feel like if you feel that way with every single change, then you might need to reach out for help because I feel like the mindset should be, Hey, this is changing. This gives me an opportunity. If I'm behind right now, this gives me an opportunity to catch up. If I'm already caught up, this gives me an opportunity to set myself apart because everybody's going to have to learn how to get around this. Everybody's going to have to um, build strategies around changes. Yep. Um, so if you know what you're doing and you're on it and you have like, this isn't happening until June like this when you have a, a I guess June is next month. You have a month for it to go into effect. And then a, a few other months past that for it to fully go into effect. Like you have time to build strategies around this and make sure that it it doesn't like negate everything you have done in the past. So I feel like it, there needs to be like somewhat of a mind, a mind shift that changes can be good. They might be hard to like grasp in the moment, but they give you an opportunity to set yourself apart from the competition. If they don't know what they're doing. Man, you sound like a genius. I'm not, but you sound like it. So that's the first time I've ever complimented you on a podcast. No, that's not the first time. First that's one couple. of the few times. Yeah. First couple. Yeah, I agree, man. I think that people get locked up with change. I, I get excited when the stuff changes because if it's better for the consumer, I think it's better for the marketer who will work. Yeah. You know, if you want just something that's basic and simple or you want to be able to do the same thing, then this is probably worst case scenario. Yeah. But if you really, truly want to get in front of the right people, like if your job is to actually make sales and get in front of the right people, I think it's the best case scenario. Because if listen, I was afraid. Afraid is probably a strong word. I was concerned people were going to leave Facebook, like quickly. And so, and quick question: Facebook. This affects Facebook and Instagram, correct? Yes. 
Did anybody else follow in suit yet, Google? Um, I'm not yet, but I'm, well, the, the whole European thing, a couple other platforms have followed suit. Um, I think Twitter and Google both have. But I'm assuming that just in response to Facebook doing this, that other platforms will as well. So yeah. um, don't just think that you can just leave Facebook to start advertising on other platforms, which you might, you should probably look into either way, but don't like just completely leave Facebook because of this, because yeah. I'm assuming, and this is a complete guess at this point, but I'm assuming they are going to do something similar in response. Yeah. So Facebook has the audience network. They have the audience network. Are they able to rip data from the audience network and pull it in? They so the audience network is just like a, a placement option when you're um, placing Facebook ads. And basically, what the audience network is is just uh, third-party apps and um, websites that you can still place them on there. But you can't but get the data. You can't get the data. No. Any so this is pulling any data that Facebook was getting from third-party apps to use for yep. targeting purposes. Which you know it wasn't just third-party apps. Yeah. You know it's everybody. Yeah. I just saw this the other day. I was looking through and I saw one of our ads pop up on a MMA blog I was mm-hmm. reading. And uh, that's like the first thing I thought was, I wonder if this is a way they can game it. If they could just like extend the preferred partner network out far. Yeah. And then pull all the data in. But yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. No, they, they, are, they call it like if you are setting up an ad and you're doing the detailed targeting if this if the source of the data says partner category is getting pulled and it's okay. a ton of stuff in ads manager there's a ton of detailed targeting options that are being removed so i'm i'm assuming if you haven't used them or if you don't know about this you're probably already using them and you don't know it or you probably if you didn't know about them you probably would want to use them because they or you're running the worst ad ever. or you're running the worst ad but i'm assuming the majority of people who are using facebook advertising are using these right now yeah which if you are using them right now on an ad set you can still run the ads as long as they're already created you can still run these up until october but if you are trying to create something new you won't be able to create something new starting june i think first so if you want to use these, go ahead and create something before June 1st, or else you won't be able to create anything. Oh, so the creation tools go away after June 1st. Just being able to use these uh, specific options uh, in your ad sets will go away man. starting June 1st. Unless you already have ad sets running that are using them, then you can, I guess you're kind of grandfathered in or whatever, and you can run them until October 1st. And then at that point, you can't create or use them anymore even if you were already using them in an ad set man so jared is our resident expert on all things digital and uh facebook's been kind of a big emphasis for you really based on the market we're in but so you run i mean thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of ads a month for the business owner for the person maybe it's somebody who has no idea that this stuff even existed down to the person who definitely did and is bummed, what would you say are some strategies people can get around? So you can obviously still use like um, geo-targeting, interest targeting, and stuff like that. Um, You just can't use like this super, super detailed targeting, which is beneficial. Um, But you can still do like interest targeting, location targeting, um, stuff like that. Um, What I recommend doing is using your POS software, 
or books or something and getting a customer list. Hopefully you have emails and some other information in there. Um, you will at least need probably a first name, last name, email, uploading a file compiled of all those uh, into Facebook to create a custom audience. And you can use this in a couple different ways. You can use that audience straight up. Um, so you know those people are already customers. You can use that audience for ads that maybe you have a new product that you're launching. Maybe you have a deal or a sell. So you can reach out to your already existing customer base and hmm. um, kind of put an ad in front of them that says, hey, we have, a, we have a new product. They'll see it. Hopefully they'll, they'll purchase the product. Um, another way you can use custom audiences is you can create lookalike audiences. So just upload the file, create a custom audience. You have an option to create a lookalike audience. And then what the, what that is, is Facebook is just going to match up the custom audience that you uploaded to people who have similar demographics and interests. So this is a good way to find new customers. So whereas just using the custom audience straight up, your customer file straight up is a good way to market to your already existing customers. Creating a lookalike audience is a good way to find new customers. So I do recommend doing that. If you have, um, if you can pull that information from your POS software, or if you have, if you just keep books of customer transactions, whatever you use, I would get that on Facebook, turn it into a custom audience, and then um, create a lookalike audience from that. And also, um, I would also put a Facebook pixel on your Dang website. You're, you're going to mention that? Yeah. Beacha. I would put a Facebook pixel on your website. Um, basically, that just tracks people going to your website, and then you can build audiences, custom audiences from those people, and then you can create look-like audiences from that audience as well. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's still a lot of things you can do. Um, it's just going to be tougher to find those new customers that are going to be probably more interested in your product than the people that you'll be able to target now. So how do you get them? I mean, I, I know you got all this stuff. I, I just, is it an ad? Is it organic? Is it? Uh, well, the way Facebook is moving with their algorithm and all that's probably going to be with an ad because organic numbers like across the board are yeah. pretty low. So it's just, it's just going to like basically going to be a mixture of customer research, content creation, finding out what your customers enjoy seeing, what they engage with. And then creating content around that and then targeting, right? Just know, just narrow down who your audience is. Like do some, do some research, know what demographic your audience is and know like what location is most beneficial for your business to target. And then you, you should still be good. It's just, it might take a little bit more customer, customer research on this end now um, because you can't target anything that they do offline like you could in the past. So you're kind of limited to what is what Facebook can find online yeah. on people. Yeah. I don't, I just really don't think it's a problem. Yeah. If, yeah, if you like, I understand why people, why it would be a problem for people. Yeah. I mean, it, it like, if you look at the list of things being removed, it's kind of scary. I would say, I don't know the exact number, how many options are being removed, but I would say it's probably 50% of targeting, like detailed targeting options on Facebook are being removed. Like I said, like the, the automotive industry is going to hit that one pretty hard because it's removed yep. all of theirs. Yep. You can still target like interest in certain makes of vehicles. Yep. Um, but as far as people 
like looking to buy, like are interested in buying in the next 90, 180, 365 days, you can't target those people anymore. You should be able to say, hey, I want to target people who are likely to buy a Honda vehicle in the next 180 days, which is extremely valuable. That narrows down targeting quite a bit, and those are people that you want to go after because obviously they're looking to buy a Honda. They're likely to buy a Honda. Um, you can't target them anymore. You can target people who are interested in Honda vehicles in general. You don't know if they are likely to buy, if they're looking to buy. Maybe they just like the look or they like Honda the brand. So they're also going to be included in like the Honda interest targeting. So it's yeah. not going to be as narrowed down. So your ad will probably still be shown in that instance to people who probably aren't going to buy from you as opposed to like what you used to be able to target. Like you, there's a pretty good chance you're showing an ad to a person who is at least thinking about buying. Yeah. So I think as a marketer, if you look at history, you have to trust suck. Yeah. Because that dude is a gangster and he's constantly made the evolution for the customer, for the consumer. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I use Facebook, so I get all my news. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Mainly that's, that's, that's where I get most of my news. Mainly Twitter now. But, um, no, I think he's constantly evolved and changed what the platform has done. I mean, even down to how many ads you actually see in a day. And so I feel like if they made this move, the data said they needed to. And I'm sure the Senate stuff absolutely is relevant. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be a reason, a deep reason. You think it's just like an aesthetic move for him he's just trying to like make it look make facebook more appealing to like all these senators and stuff i think it's probably more, i think he doesn't after talking to them i'm sure he gives zero rips what they think but i think it's more for the consumers i think for, if, if nothing else people feel more comfortable yeah i mean i'll be honest maybe it's because i'm on this side of the table but i like that ads follow me mm-hmm. i like that my ads are super targeted to my interests that i yeah. get stuff like Man, we just started recently playing golf again. And, I mean, every day I have an ad for this driver that's actually a speaker. Does it actually drive, too? No. Oh. But you can put you it in your bag. it in your bag. Yeah, you speaker. put it in your bag. Or you can take, a like, basically the handle off, and there's a stake. And you just bury it in the ground, and it's a speaker. It's a Bluetooth speaker. That's pretty cool. It's a great idea. That's a good idea. And I also get that chip game. That what game? That, all that uh, chip game. Oh, yeah. Do you think I cussed? Yeah. Okay. Like, what, what kind of game are you looking at? No, no, no. That, like, uh, cornhole. With a, yeah. With yeah. a nine iron. Or we a, we need to get large. that for sure. Yeah. I think we can build it cheaper. Yeah. The one I sent you yesterday was 50 bucks. Yeah. I think yeah, we can make it. You can build that with, like. part's got to be the net. You can buy that with some. You can build that with, like, a little sheet of plywood. Easy. I couldn't tell in that game if they are playing with actual golf balls, though. <laughs> I think they had some kind of special golf ball. Look. Because if you blade one. That could be a problem. Look, I can hit a wiffle golf ball almost good almost every time. You need a real golf ball. I need a real golf ball. It's a completely different feel. Yeah, it's practice. But like, So, like, hitting a wiffle ball in baseball is good practice. If not, like... Hand-eye coordination. Hand, yeah, hand-eye coordination. I feel like it's just different with golf. Maybe I just suck at golf. No. Maybe I know, it's a lot of people practice with them, though. I, don't, I, I, I used think it's to. a form thing. I used to at my parents' old house. I used to just sit in the, the backyard and ship them over the roof into the front yard. Or I used to sit in the front yard and ship them over the roof to the backyard. Man, that sounds great. Like a great idea, actually. Yeah. I have a, That's pretty fun. Yeah. So I, I do like I do like the way the ad stuff set up. But I, I don't think it's just 
I mean, there, I think there's got to be a reason for it. Or let's go the complete opposite direction. Let's go conspiracy theory. Or they drop the ball, and there's more information that might come out, and they're just trying to save face. Yeah. But maybe that data was getting passed around the way that we know it is, and but people had proof of it. Yeah. And it was going to come out. Because, I mean, you, you get into the day-to-day, man, we know too much about you. Hey, we're going to feed you these ads. It's one thing. But when you get into, like, elections or politics, it's a whole different game. Yeah. That's, and and that's, money what, comes. that's what set it off was the whole election tampering thing. Yeah. So... I think, I think, Which is a problem. Yeah. That's an easy way to push an agenda. Yeah. When you I, know everybody's interests. Yeah. That is true. I do, I do think people had, like, leading up to this, had, like, a heightened sense of who had access to their to their data. Yeah. So, I don't There's. I mean, I think part of it is Zuck just wanting to make feel, uh, people feel more comfortable and him, yep. like, showing people that he is listening specifically like senators and government people that he's listening and he's making changes and he's trying to repair what harm has been done. So I know he still has a game plan and oh, he definitely does. Um, but yeah, until he cashes out, man, that dude's always going to be on the ball. Yeah. And maybe I have too much belief in his, not his ethics, but his, just entrepreneurship man he's just a savage i bet they're just going to roll all these like partner category things that they said they're removing to just the, the other targeting things so when you're targeting like the like the honda interest you're actually targeting these these partner categories too it's just all wording and formality yeah. they're just all grouped into one thing now so Ooh. now you don't see them separately so nobody knows that's interesting that's probably not going to happen because if that got if that got figured out later on have you looked into this uh, GDPR stuff? Not really. I so, just saw like a ton of notifications and pop-ups when I was placing ads in Google, I think. So there's a lot of stuff saying it's going to be a big, big thing in the United States at some point. But um, GDPR stands for the Gather the General Data Protection Regulation. General Data Protection Regulation. Basically, it just says that you own the right to see your data. And if another company has it, you have access to get a hold of it, alter it, or delete it. The only time I don't think that's true is if you have a contract. Right? So, like, if you have your credit card on file with Netflix and you have service, you can't just call and be like, delete everything you have on me, and I'm going to keep using your service. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the only time. So, so they can still – so the, the user has to, like, approach – the business about using their access. Yeah, I believe so. I don't think it's that they can't have, I don't think, I mean, I think it's been not illegal, but I think it's been a real gray area. I don't think you're allowed to, uh, just grab someone's information. Uh I think you have to have permission, some way of an opt in or a form filled out, but, but But they, but they still can. The consumer just has to ask. Yeah. Just has to approach them and tell them not to use their data. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's not like a massive deal. It's something like, um, so, like HubSpot, right? When you have a, a true CRM or something that keeps all of your data in one place, whenever someone wants to contact you or get rid of it, it's an easy way to delete the data and say, hey, you're not going to get followed up on marketing or followed up on these ads or whatever. Uh, you can't do it from a we, – we've had people contact us and be like, hey, uh, quit feeding us Facebook ads. Like We really can't get that far. Like that's Facebook. you got to talk to Facebook about that. You can't talk to us the marketer or the business, but like from a, I think 
per, that's that's what I've understood of this. Huh. Is that you? If and I don't think it's the United States completely, but I feel like even here, if you contacted some company had your stuff and were able to get to the right person, you could do it. Yeah. Just like, hey, delete my stuff. I think yeah. the problem is most people can't delete it because they have no idea where it is. Yeah. They just well, know it's in the system. Even on Facebook, you can go in and see what like all the apps that you have connected to Facebook. Like you can do that pretty easily and like delete that connection with like one click pretty easily. I still feel like though that it doesn't matter what you do. I feel like if you search it, they're going to use it. Yeah. Well, or, they not maybe not Facebook. I'm just saying in general. I think the they data. can they can still use it if you search it. Yeah. Anything you do online, they can still use. Which is so really, I don't know. It's a gray area. Yeah. I do think privacy stuff could be a, a bigger issue as we continue down the line. I think the problem when people talk privacy is like anything else. It's just super generic. Yeah. Like, what are you really worried about? Are you worried about the ad you're going to be fed? Are you worried about what companies have? Because I think people assume that these companies, these big companies or big brother, is looking at their information and using it like against them. I think they're u- more using it for the company or the the person's gain. Yeah. Okay. If I know everything that you've done, it's kind of like that thing I'm using right now on my watch, uh, that life cycle app. It just tracks everywhere I'm going. Mm-hmm. That's probably not a good thing. But it's, it's kind of informative. It's super awesome. I have no fear it's of cool it. It's cool to see. And it's cool to see relevant stuff. But what if, what if that data starts getting shared with the insurance companies? Logan's been out at the bar for six hours every yeah. night this week. Logan's been at Wichita Falls Brewing for 27 hours this week and has worked out zero. We actually know for a fact that he his liver is failing as well. Yeah. Based on how many times he's been to the doctor and his purchase history. I mean, that could get interesting. But I don't think that's a problem. Yeah. That's just black mirror. That's like, I guess that's like, that would be like an example of what's being removed from Facebook is like people, that instance, like you going, I know you don't go to the bar six hours every day of the week, but no, so if somebody had that type of tendency, um, and there was a targeting option that was, people likely to experience uh, liver failure in the future. That would be like a targeting option that's being removed from Facebook. That's not actually like one on there, but that's an example. That'd be that, an awesome that would be category. like super in-depth. But you know what's happening. Yeah. All right. We're closing that out. This is the last thing I want to hit you with because I've been super gassed about it. What do you think, now that we're talking about the future in Black Mirror, which, by the way, in case you don't know, Black Mirror is an amazing show on Netflix that talks about futuristic. It's kind of like the negatives of the future every single time. Have you watched it? It usually starts out as like a positive, oh, yeah, though. and then it, it is. It's great technology that is just utilized wrong. Yeah. So I saw a robot this week that can do a backflip and also can keep its balance, which terrifies me. I think we're getting closer to that. But also, I met my new assistant... Google, this Google Assistant is able to have a real, real conversation with somebody, and that's not even the crazy part. It's that it can navigate the conversation. Yeah. So it can book an appointment for you, and deal with the person on the other line who's not saying a generic script, who's saying like, "Oh yeah, uh, we don't take reservations." Like, "Oh, are you guys going to be busy on Wednesday at six p.m.?" Like, "Ah, now just come on in, you'll be fine." Like, that's a real conversation. Yeah. We aren't going to have to talk to people. Like, your assistant can talk to my assistant and, and plan out 
our tea time. Just looking at our calendars. Man. Yeah, that, that video is crazy. Now just, I just have a robot that could hit the golf ball for me. Seriously. That's, that's what I need. I'm tired of all these, the the robots, just like the assistants and chat bots and stuff like that. I want like a robot in real life that can play sports for me. Yo, no, what about this? What if you walk out there, you don't have to even pay because it knows you're there. It pays for you. And then you meet up with Alfred, the robot That's assistant. That's a good robot name. Yeah. So you, I got Alfred, you got Timmy. That's who you're getting. And so we both get in our golf carts, right? We get up there. We tee off. I probably hit it like 390. You probably hit a solid 175. But like, the, what if the robot knows where the ball goes? So you and then you just get in the it? cart. It doesn't even get out of the cart. It doesn't have to. But you get in the cart. It drives you to where your golf ball is, parks. You get out. And it, it's able to say like, Jared, you are 98 yards from the green. The wind is this. The pin is here. Here's the club I'd recommend based on the stats you've given me. You hit, you pull up to the green, and then it gets out and is able to tin the flag for you. Now but that is what I'm talking about. Does it, if you hit the ball in the water, does it drive you into the water? No, it knows. Okay. What if it just like stops and its arm just like inspector gadget reaches down into the water it up. and pulls it back Hopefully out. it goes ahead and pulls out like 10 more balls for me. Because they have those GPS balls. Yeah. Like top golf, right? So what if you're able to do something similar, but it doesn't need GPS? And it just like learns how you hit clubs on the go. Oh my gosh! So the second round, first round is like a like a calibration round where it just learns how you hit all the clubs. And the next round is game time. Then it can make like pretty awesome recommendations. And the cool thing is, you don't have to have the same bot. They're able to share amongst each other. I don't. I don't want you knowing my the the data on my hitting. Just put some kind of passcode on it. Your Jared, robot, what's your pin? Your robot's going to have the my passcode. It won't share it, though. Will it not? Face. Or face scan. Or will it just not say it's sharing it? I'll just pay it extra. <laughs> hey, what's, how's Jared hitting? But that like, keeps up with all that for you. I mean, that's got to be like 15 years away. That's If that. Yeah, I mean, that. that's a game changer. Especially you can go grab 20 balls out of the water for me. Never have to buy balls again. I'm already using used balls anyways. We, we're going to get to tell our kids, like, yo, when I used to shoot hoops, I used to have to buy this thing that would bounce the ball back to me. It was up on the rim, and I would, if I made it, it would come down. Or if you had money, you could have that net thing that shoots the ball to you, which to me is like a massive improvement. Mm-hmm. Now, can you imagine going out in your driveway, and you got a robot guarding you? Just making you look silly? I mean, just ruining all your confidence? I mean, you're able to set it up like, hey, I want to work on a pick and roll. And it's able to, like, simulate that with a hand in your face, and then it rebounds for you. That'd be that'd Like, be hey, good. Timmy, I'd like for you to play at a level of one today, and I'd like for you to spend a lot of time under the goal because I'm dunking on you today. And it's just, like, perfect. Then we can just play two-on-two with what, our robots. With robots. Is it me and you against the robots, or is it me and me and oh, Alfred versus you and Timmy? It's, it's me and Timmy. Okay. Me and, me and Timmy taking down the world. What do you? What do we consider that when I skate Timmy? He doesn't, he doesn't like have ankles necessarily. So it's not breaking know. his ankles. Is it just like a glitch? Yeah. You glitched him, bro. Grinding his gears, and you grinded those gears, <laughs> man. Really grind my gears. That's, that's probably not it. Data breach has really ground my gears. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's my. That's where I'm excited. The voice yeah. stuff's crazy. Yeah. But I'm ready.
I know. Listen, I know that all these bots can turn on us and kill us. I get it. You ever seen iRobot? Have you ever seen Black Mirror? Uh, yep. Have you seen the whole thing? I think I. I think the only one I haven't seen is the very last one. Have you seen the dogs? Where the dogs run around? Those little robot dogs. I don't they remember. run around and they track people. They can track them by heat and noise. And then they have like guns and stuff. I haven't seen you know? Them. Yeah, they're like the ultimate war machine. If you want to track someone down. So like today, unfortunately, there was another school shooting. Like at that point, you would send these dogs in, and the dogs can basically detain. I mean, they would probably shoot the shooter, but they're able to go in quickly and take care of business. It's crazy. Robots, man, they're kind of scary. It is a terrifying thought, but I'm sure it would be a terrifying thought for everybody to think that there's you carry a device that's GPS on you at all times. Yeah. Whether you can just make phone calls and texts and FaceTime the world. And now we're just willingly downloading apps that just track everywhere we go every day and then give us a rundown of how much time we spent everywhere that we were today. Yep. And you don't have to carry a credit card, just carry your phone and swipe it. And that can listen to us while we're sleeping and record us while we're snoring. <laughs> what? The more we talk about it, it sounds like a bad idea. I don't care. I like when I can hear myself snore. I love I love waking up and replaying that recording of me snoring. I mean, what? I mean, yeah, it's it's got. There's negatives to anything, right? I'm sure it's not a great thing in, in certain countries where to talk bad about leadership is a death sentence because they can listen all the time. But there's great things to it as well. I mean, we're about to get efficient. I'm about to be able to have a caddy that knows exactly how far I need to hit it, which is, which is the main thing. This is really what I'm worried about. I'm not the, curing diseases, things like that. I'm worried about getting this nine iron. Yeah. I'm just trying to shoot under 100. I mean, that's a good goal. So if my robot can help, if Timmy can help me do that. Timmy's going to have you in the, in the mid eight. Timmy's probably going to have to do that whole thing where he's like hugging me from behind and swinging with me. <laughs> Thanks, Timmy. Jared, let me just take this shot for you. Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's just like, these robots have emotion. He's just getting upset with me as I'm getting upset with all my bad golf shots. He's just getting frustrated with me. So if a robot's able to be that consistent, and do something at that much of an excellence, and they can just hit a hole-in-one every time, can we learn from that? Can you watch the swing dynamics and learn from it? Or is it just so systematic I mean, you, and robotic you can, that but you couldn't do it? I don't think there's any way that any human would ever be able to hit a hole-in-one every time. I don't think a robot could either in golf. There's that There's that video of the robot making all the basketball shots. I know. But that there's no like environment in a gym, so no, there's no. no wind or anything. So I don't know. I don't think even a robot you could program to... Make a hole in one every hole. Challenge accepted. All right. I mean, I'm not doing it. You're just gonna. I can reboot my computer. Just gonna pitch that to Elon Musk. Shout out to that dude. That's a different brain of a different of a different kind. Hey man, it feels good to be back on the mic. It does. This is gonna, we're gonna get back into it. Shout out Big Swig for keeping my my throat wet. Okay. That's not. Don't shout them out. Why not? I can't shout mine out because I'd probably get sued. Yeah, yours has too too big of a following. Yeah, you're over there trying to be a hipster. Big swig if you want a bigger following. Yeah, seriously, hit us up. We'd love to. Jared drinks them every day. I'm drinking the uh, the ruby red grapefruit right now. Man, we're not even able to put this podcast up because we're gonna get hit with some kind of violation. No, thanks, bro. All right, man. Did I do good? You did awesome today. This has been a, this has been an excellent podcast. If you're listening still, thank you for listening. We are back. 
if you're in the Texas, Oklahoma, shoot, if you're anywhere, hit us up. We'd love to talk marketing with you. Jared's a genius, so he can definitely help you. Jared at designworksgroup.com. Or hit them with your handles. Um, let's see. I think Instagram, I think everything is just at Jared Van. Okay. I'm pretty sure everything is. Okay. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Cash. I don't, I'm on Snapchat, but I don't really use it that often. Yeah, I don't. Do so that. any of those should just be at Jared Van. Dope. Hit me up at LDRIP116 on everything. I think. Logan Draper on LinkedIn. Logan at designworksgroup.com. Ask us any questions. We'll build a podcast and answer it. Thanks for your time today.